Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock. Special guest on the program today, Dr. David Diener. Love Talking today, building bridges of patience and daily living. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. George Christian. You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock here at The Bridge, 1120 KTXW, today's Christian Talk. Welcome to Love Talk. We are in studio today, and this is Evelyn Davison. And this is Kathy Enderbrock. It's great to have you with us. Well, it is exciting. You know, I look every day at the calendar, and I'm surprised. You know why I'm surprised? I have lived this long. (laughs) (laughs) But it is so exciting, Kathy, as you well know. And this is a very special month for us. Uh, As October begins, uh, we will celebrate, finish 30 years of doing Austin Christian Radio. That's Austin a long Office. time. You were saying, Evelyn, that not many people do things for 30 years. That's, that's a that's whole lot my, of faithfulness. That's what my husband says, but that's what my doctor says. He said, especially when you don't get paid for it. <laughs> because Love Talk and the Good News Journal are both nonprofit organizations, as well as your Pray Today. That's true. And so we just um, we have those partners that help help us, that join us, that do what we do, and 
we're always looking for good people that want to be a part of the, the parade that we call the love parade. The lo- you know, I love our partners, and we get to really hear from them at the beginning of the program and then during various segments. And, you know, it's really neat when you do things not for man's money but mm-hmm. for God's economy. And, you know, I'm banking on the fact that he has some, some pretty neat stuff stored up for us and stored up for you especially. I have not done this for 30 years, but... I think there might be a couple extra jewels or a special crown or something waiting for you, Evelyn. Well, you're going to have to have an 18-wheeler to, call you, uh, to carry yours when you get to Evelyn. <laughs> so, but I'm not worried about that. We are in a series uh, during this particular time talking about hearts, uh, Kathy, and looking deep into God's Word uh, for some promises and principles, because with every promise there was a principle in God's Word. Uh, for living and for um, parenting well. And so we are today going to be talking about what kind of heart. We get to talk about a purposeful heart. And I love this heart series, especially, Evelyn. You know, we've done a prepared heart, a patient heart, a prideful heart. Uh, and a perverse heart. Boy, that one with John Murphy, that was really, really neat. And I love it because, you know, when we are looking around and going and, and, and talking with individual people, there are broken hearts out there and hopeless hearts out there, hurting hearts. And so I love getting to do um, this series on heart to talk about if you are hopeless, there is hope. And if you are broken, there is healing. Mm. And there is purpose when we're going through things. You know, we talk about about money and rewards, and, and so many things are so temporary. And when we start to look at the eternal purpose that God has for us, um, that impacts everything that we're doing. As you wake up this morning and you have breath, there is purpose mm-hmm. for you this day. There is purpose for your life, purpose for your marriage, purpose for your children, purpose for you at work. Everything is overflowing with purpose. And so I'm so excited about today's um, program that we really get to look into that a bit deeper. Well, I feel like we live in the palace of purpose because that's why we're here, Kathy. You described it so well. And But, you know, if you look out at our world today, uh, there is a, really a loss uh, in the sense of the eternal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many people are sucked into the spinning whirlpool of temporal comfort and pleasure and welfare, or even richness or affluence, and yet others are looking and and suffering from the loss of blessings of God because they they do not have a, a strong purpose for life, a useless purpose, really. You know, Evelyn, that's true. So many individuals that I speak with, they really fall into kind of two uh, different areas. One is feeling as though they are on that that treadmill, that everything is, is right now, that they are running and yet they don't see the meaning in everything. And then others feeling as though they're in a place that is really irretrievable, that they, they can't get back, that they can't get on top, that they are always, um, that there's a loss that they can't, an unredeemable loss of something. And so you know, I love that that is not the case with God. That is no. not the case with God. How would you describe purpose in your life? How would you define purpose? Uh, okay. Um, you know, I, I want to bring a scripture into this because I think that God's word can always say it better than any words that I have. 
And I'm going to take this out of the message, which, you know, it's funny, Evelyn, because you love the message, and I really don't usually use the message, but there is a word here from Ephesians um, chapter 1, verse 11, and we say, and here it is, it's, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ, he had his eye on us, had designs on us for glorious living, part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. And for me, that is purpose. And I think discovery of purpose is so exciting because God created us so wonderfully, so uniquely, um, that we are able to live out something very specific that is for his kingdom and for his glory that no one else can fulfill except for us. I think you're right. And it all is wrapped around the, the rope of hope that yes. we call Jesus Christ because he is the one that makes life worth living. He is the one not just is interested in our everyday life now, but in that eternity of heaven, that Easter life we call it, because it's coming. It is oh, coming. And it's coming sooner probably for me than you. <laughs> but, you know, Kathy, uh, we have a wonderful guest today. Let's go ahead and introduce our guest. We, we, um, tell us a little bit about him and, um, uh, okay. Well, you know, I love it. When we were talking about purpose, talking about who you really are, how you got here, why we are here, we have a gentleman that has such an incredible background and you talk about educated. And so we have Dr. David Diener on the program for with us. He has a Bachelor of Arts in Philosophy in Ancient Languages, a Master of Arts in Philosophy, Master of Science in History and Philosophy of Education, a dual PhD. I mean, I'm thinking dual, dual PhD. And so I'm expecting, uh, you know, upon meeting this gentleman that he's going to be about, I don't know, 60, 70, 80 years old. Um, and, uh, I, I don't think he's maybe a, a day over 30, I don't think so. He has a very young, welcome, Dr. Diener. Well, thank we you are so much so for having thrilled me. to have you here. Thank you. You've endured through this little chit-chat we have, but we are really impressed that you would take time out of your day, and especially from your students out at Grace Academy in Georgetown, and, and be with us today to talk about something as important, we think, as purpose for life. Well, thank you. It's a privilege to be here. When we look at uh, where we are in life, sometimes we, we get confused about who we are or what it is God's doing. And um, I, I just uh, feel like we really need to uh, go back and um, talk a little bit about how it is that you came to know the Lord, uh, the, the power of, of Christ's resurrection in your life to the point that, that you could pursue the purpose that he has for your life. Well, I, I was very fortunate to grow up in a Christian home. I had uh, uh, both parents who were believers and from a very young age was taught uh, the ways of the Lord and attended uh, both public and Christian schools and um, learned there also was part of a great church. So I was very fortunate in that sense. You know, everyone's life goes through uh, ups and downs. So I, I accepted Christ initially as a young child, I think as, as about as soon as I realized that that was what I ought to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then after a few years, realized that my life really wasn't reflecting uh, the things that I knew it should. I, I had memorized a lot of scripture and was was very um, knowledgeable about the word of God. And I realized, you know, my life isn't isn't 
matching that. So I went through a process of, I guess, rededicating my life to Christ and really making a firm commitment then with a, with a deeper understanding. And then, you know, life has its ups and downs. So um, I grew and, and in college then went through another time that was very difficult for me as an undergraduate and, uh, and had a lot of questions and, and doubts. And then the Lord is faithful and, and brought me through that as well. So it's been, a, it's been an exciting journey. Well, it is exciting because of the, where you are and what you're doing with these young people and, and not just young people, but with your family. Uh, we need to take a, a break and hear from some of our sponsors, but we, uh, we're going to come back and we want to find out what it is you know that we need to know right after this. Stay with us. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock here at the Bridge 1120 KTXW Today's Christian Talk and welcome back to Love Talk Radio. This is Kathy and Brock in the amazing K, um, KTXW studios with Evelyn Davison and our special guest today, Dr. David Diener. He's the head of school for Grace Academy in Georgetown, Texas, and we are talking about purpose, principles and promises for purpose. And I think, you know, there's a lot that you have to tell us, and we want to find out everything that you know that, that we need to know about purpose. I'm just excited to have you start sharing some of those things with us today. Well, thank you very much. 
you know, it's interesting. I, over the course of my life, my life has had a lot of twists and turns, and, and God has allowed me to do a lot of different things that I would never have expected. And so, you know, it, it's um, sometimes in life we want to know the trajectory that God has for us from the beginning and see decades down the road. A and, <laughs> and a lot of ca- in a lot of cases, that's just not how it works out. It's um, you, you go one step at a time and trust that His Word is, is a lamp to your feet and a light to the path right in front of you. And then you walk by in obedience and by faith, and then you get to the next step, and, and He guides and leads and leads there. So it's been a it's been an exciting journey. Now you have. Um a bachelor's degree, you graduated summa cum laude, you have two different master's degrees, you have a dual PhD, so you have a lot of information that you have absorbed. And on so, top of that, you have four children. <laughs> yes, yes, right? yes. Are you learning anything? Oh, I learned so much from my four children. Yeah, it's a, it's a joyful and humbling experience to be a parent. That's the most noble, important job that I have. So now, when you go through life, do you ever see your purpose as as changing? I mean, is is purpose something that we're pursuing or something that we're we're fulfilling? How does that how does that rest? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll tell a quick story. When I was when I was an undergraduate at Wheaton, um, I was really wrestling with this because I just switched majors. I was thinking a lot about you know where am I going in life? What does God have for me? I thought I was going to be a pastor, and then it didn't look like that was where God was leading. And so I sat down one day for lunch with one of my professors, and I said, yeah, I was I was really sort of in angst about this. What how, what do I do, and how how can I figure out you know what God has for me? And I would just appreciate some words of wisdom. And he said something to me that was that kind of caught me off guard. He said, he said, well, David, are you doing today what God has given you to do today? And I said, I wow. said, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I'm doing well in my schoolwork and, and, you know, I, yeah, I think so. And he said, OK, well, um, do tomorrow what God gives you to do tomorrow. And he said, if you do that, you know, you don't have to worry about it. Um, be faithful and obedient today in what God's given you to do today and um, and trust that he knows what the next step is. And, you know, I, I've often said he probably left that lunch meeting and thought, you know, all oh, these silly students or, or forgot all about it. <laughs> and, and that little conversation, uh, I mean, literally sort of changed my life in the way that I think about purpose and the way that I think about what it means to be obedient and faithful and and fulfill the, the plans that God has for me. You know, David, that is that rings so true uh, to so many people. Uh, it rang true to me when I was uh, a teenager. My dad had been drafted into the Navy, and I have a speech impediment. And, but I had a school teacher that took an interest in me who was a Christian. Uh, and she said to me one day, she said, Ellen, you've got some disabilities, but they don't have to have you. Hmm. And it literally changed my life. I, uh, as a result of her influence, I came to know the Lord uh, and began to... Det- you know, let him determine what my purpose was every day. But it is so important uh, in families uh, to transmit a purpose or a passion to our children. How do you see yourself doing that with your children? You know, I, unfortunately, we all do it so imperfectly, despite despite our great right. intentions. But by the grace of God, you know, truth is passed on. I would say, first and foremost, it's by example. I mean, our, our children are just sponges, and they um, they mimic us and they learn how to live by watching us and so for me that's the the most important thing is that my walk with the lord is continuing to grow and that i being am being a faithful example and and i try to do that i of course fail at times as we all do Mm -hmm. and then and then obviously also intentionally instructing them whether it's 
having devotions together or how we handle, you know, difficult discipline situations or um, sharing the joy of life with them the, and the love of the Lord. So uh, it's, it's both by example and by actual f- more formal practices, I think, within the home. Are, are your uh, are there grandparents or your parents or your wife's parents involved in in your life on a daily basis? Do they not live here? Or? They do not live here, unfortunately. Okay. And it, and you know it's it's difficult. We love we love both sets of grandparents mm-hmm. dearly, and our children love them, uh, their grandparents on both sides dearly. Uh, my parents are in Pennsylvania, and my wife's are in Ohio. So oh. when we moved down to Texas, it was it was a little bit difficult. But we try to stay in, in touch a lot and uh, make trips when we can, or they come out here, and we communicate fairly regularly with them. So well, they're glad, a part of the children's lives. We're glad you got here. I, I'm glad you got here as soon as you could, but, so I could meet you. <laughs> <laughs> but it is important. Family is such an important element in developing purpose and passion in the lives of children. And, and staying with them as they work through those hard times, David. And it's um, there's no magic formula for it. Absolutely not. There's none. You know, one of the things that I'm I'm thinking about, I'm because I've done a fair bit of education myself mm-hmm. in my own life. I thought you know my college years would never come to an end, and I really appreciate the education that you have, and and the fact that now you are investing in uh, the education process. You know. Evelyn, you and I, we talk with politicians and educators mm-hmm. and employers, and we hear so many different things about the, impo- uh, the importance of getting the right education or what makes a good education. And um, so, David, can you tell us a little bit about, is, is there a difference in the types of education available to our children? How, how as parents, do we choose what, what is best? I mean, what is it about Grace Academy that makes you want to invest your life in that school? Sure. Well, unfortunately, we don't have all day to talk about that. So uh, I'll, throw oh. a couple of, <laughs> I'll throw a couple of thoughts out there. I mean, to, to answer your question, I mean, there are all kinds of education. There's public education. There's private education. There's, there's explicitly religious education. There's, there's secular education, though. I would argue that, in fact, there is no such thing as secular education, if, if by that we mean... Uh, value free right, right. In, in in the sense that um, all education is value laden and imbued with with religious principles, whether they be Christian or not so so yeah, at grace academy um, and i 'm a strong advocate for a classical liberal arts approach to education, uh, which sees the purpose of education. Uh, somewhat differently than the general milieu in contemporary society today. Uh, normally today we think of education as as basically a means to an end. You you get an education so that you can go to college, so that you can get a job. And right, typically right. if you push people far enough, it's so that you can make money. I mean, it's an economic-driven uh, process for the most part, so that you can be a productive member of society. And for hundreds and thousands of years, um, educators have seen the purpose of education very differently mm-hmm. as being to form human beings, to nurture souls, um, and create a certain kind of person. So we could talk more about that, but that's the that's the thirty second answer. Okay, so are you, you're saying then the the focus really is not on getting an education to see how much money you can earn, but getting an education to to grow and develop as an individual with strong values and strong character. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean. Um, you know, I'm thinking even back to the ancient Greeks. Plato talks about about education as the formation of human souls, mm-hmm. as crea- as developing right. a certain kind of person, and um and there's a long tradition of that. Um, w. E. B. Du Bois said one time that something along the lines of if if you teach a person to make money, they'll be a money maker. 
but not necessarily a person. If you teach a person how to um, how to perform a certain skill, uh, you know, as a mechanic or some some kind of uh, technical skill, they will be able to do that, but not necessarily as a full person. And the whole idea behind a liberal education, a liberal arts education, comes from the Latin word liber, which means free. And the idea is that education is meant to free us as human beings to be a certain kind of person. And so within within a Christian context, obviously, uh, the the focus of that is bringing glory to God in all that we say and do. And that doesn't take away from the academic, right? I mean, you still learn math and science and, and, and English and all those kinds of things, absolutely, and with academic excellence, but for a different set of reasons. How are you doing that at Grace Academy? Um, yes. Fulfilling that mission? Yes, that purpose. So there are, well, a couple different things. First okay. of all, I mean, our, our instruction is academically excellent. And there are a lot of different ways that you can have instruction that's academically excellent. But we have a, a classical model. So our pedagogy, our teaching, and our curriculum um, is classical in nature. And our teachers really understand the goals that they have for the students. So we're teaching them to be lifelong learners. We, we put in front of ourselves all the time what our goals are. Our goals are to teach them to love the Lord, to teach them wisdom and virtue, to teach them it, through all of the subjects what it means to live wisely and to be lovers of, of God and, and lifelong learners. So um, I, I could, again take all day going into all the specifics but that's in a nutshell uh, how we view our mission and our and our purpose and can i just you can correct me if i'm wrong but doesn't this school have like two national merit scholars and a runner-up national merit scholar i mean these kids are not only loving the lord but as you you talked about this principle of lifelong learning. They must be loving what they're doing as well if they're going to work that hard towards it. No, absolutely. Uh, th- this is a method that has, um, across the country and really around the world, had incredible academic success. Our SAT scores are consistently higher than, than all mm-hmm. other types of schools. Um, the classical Christian schools and ours at Grace, even within the classical Christian world. So, yes, in terms of those quantitative measurements, we're doing very, very well. Uh, but we're doing more than just preparing students for college. We're preparing them for life. Mm. What, um, how many students do you all have at a, uh, Grace Academy? Right now we have over 200, 211. What grades? K to 12. K to 12. Ooh, boy. Yeah. That's great. How old is the school? The school is about 15 years old Mm -hmm. and was developed by a group of parents who were concerned uh, about the educational opportunities and wanted a a school where uh, uh, curriculum would be taught in a way that's distinctly Christ-centered and that's academically excellent. And they found that the classical uh, model was what they wanted as well. And there are schools like this all over the country. David, we still have a few minutes before we have to take our break. How do you see uh, purpose in the lives of young people in America today? What is it that you see that parents who are listening to us today, whether they're in Texas or they're in China, because we are worldwide, what do you see that we need to change in this nation to establish a godly purpose? That's a great question. You know, I think that a lot of people, as we said earlier, uh, especially young people, don't have a strong sense of purpose. Uh, and I think that the the first step, I would say, is to teach truth. Teach Be- truth, okay. Because because we are given our purpose, right? In, in the verse that was read earlier, it says in Ephesians, in order that we, this is verse 12, who are the first to hope in Christ, might be for the praise of his glory. And we know that our purpose is to, to glorify God 
and and to enjoy him, to spread the gospel. And so um, whatever he calls us to, whether it be a a carpenter or an educator or a a radio show host or a politician, whatever the case may be, we know that our job is to our purpose is to use the place that he's given us for for that. And so I think young people are confused a lot of times because they look around them and that message isn't clearly communicated to them. I totally agree with you. Well, the young people are confused today. We have a confused purpose in this nation, unfortunately. When we come back, I want to talk about some of the different things that we hear today from politicians and educators or employers about the importance of getting... um, Everything lined up with purpose in education and not talking about hard issues. Right after this, we'll be with you in two minutes. Stay with us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock here at The Bridge 1120 KTXW Today's Christian Talk. And welcome back. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Love Talk Radio in the studio with the love lady herself, Evelyn Davison, and today's special guest, the head of school at Grace Academy, Dr. David Diener. And we are talking today about purpose. And we've talked uh, a bit about trust, and we went out talking about truth. And, Evelyn, you mentioned uh, hearing different things from, from politicians who maybe are not known for the truth, but 
uh, you know, I love that the Lord, there is purpose for everything. And, and, you know, looking back on your life, we think so many of us say, oh, I wish I had a do-over. I wish maybe sometimes some of us, you know, our entire life we wish it was a do-over. But generally most of us can look back on certain key experiences and say, I wish I had a do-over on that instance. And one of the things that I love about God when he is our God and he is Lord over our life, he goes, no, 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 baby, we don't need a do-over. <laughs> I have a holy scanner, and I'm going to fix it. That's right. He says, we are going to use that Mm -hmm. for your good. You don't have to try and forget that. You don't have to try and, you know, put it behind you and never look at it again. He says, I am going to completely redeem that and use that towards the purpose that I have for you, the purpose of good for you and not, not harm for you. And so we talked a little bit. I love that we talked about Truth. One of my favorite questions that Pilate asked um, Jesus Christ is, what is truth? Mm -hmm. And so when we're talking about trusting God to fulfill his purpose, when we're talking about teaching truth, speaking truth, um, how how do we get that truth? I mean, where does that truth come from? Dr. Diener, can you talk a bit towards that? Well, truth ultimately has its source in God, um, all truth. Is God's truth. Um, we see that truth in a lot of different ways. We see it through um, divine inspiration in, in the scripture. We see it as we study nature and as we dissect uh, caterpillars and as we watch the sunset. So um, we can see truth, you know, the, the different subjects that we study, uh, whether it be uh, God's revealed truth through special revelation or the general revelation of his creation, uh, teaches us about about the nature of reality and about the nature of God and, ab- and about who we are as people also. So there are a lot of different sources. You know, that's the difference that we see that is so vivid between Christian schools, private schools, and some of the, some of the public schools today. Uh, when we look at our nation today, uh, Dr. David, uh, there is such disappointment and such unrest and, and a lack of understanding and lack of purpose. You know, it just vacillates back and forth. Um, we know that God has planned uh, truth to be made known. He said, truth, truth will what? Set you free. Let's talk about what it is that you feel as an educator that we in our nation need to do to elevate this truth sub-principle that we're talking about today. Well, you know, first of all, we have to acknowledge that there is actually truth <laughs> and that... And that um, that it's not all a matter of of opinion and what we want right. what we want uh, to be true that there actually is truth out there and that we can be right or wrong as we search for that you know the other thing that i think is really important that goes along with this this idea about finding truth is also the development of wisdom and virtue uh because because a lot of education today you asked specifically about education is is based on a premise that what nature what education amounts to is transferring knowledge and that what we need is more knowledge and i think that that's problematic that's deeply problematic Mm -hmm. Uh, what we need is not more knowledge what we need um, is more wisdom and virtue as we use that knowledge. Of course, knowledge is a wonderful thing, um, and, and it leads us toward truth. Um, but, for example, uh, E.F. Schumacher uh, wrote one time that there can be a little bit of doubt that we are in mortal danger, he said, and it's not because we're short of scientific or technological know-how. 
It's rather because we tend to use it destructively without wisdom. And he goes on to argue that basically education can only help us if it produces more wisdom. So knowledge is a wonderful thing, um, but it can be used for great evil also if it's not coupled with, with a wise and for the right heart. purpose. Exactly, then. that's right. Well, we are talking today with Dr. David Diner, and we're talking about a, a heart that, um, does, that is filled with wisdom, one that is uh, truth-based, and one that is love-based. And we know that that's why Jesus came, is to give us a picture of that kind of person, Kathy. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that is so imperative in a lifestyle today is that we have to have a purpose for living. Mm-hmm. You've got to have a reason to get up in the morning. Now, I, I get up because I, I'm not a sleeper. I like to get up early and do, you know, just do all the wonderful things. And then if I have any time left over in the afternoon, I get a nap. But the important thing that I want us to nail today is that it's not knowledge, basically, in life that will determine our purpose. But it is the wisdom of knowing that we have a purpose according to the will and the way of God. And purpose comes from one thing. It comes from two things, truth and trust. Mm-hmm. We know the truth. But if we don't trust God, what happens, Dr. Diner? If we don't trust God with the truth to give us the wisdom to live, it, it deters us. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. We, we um, you know, knowledge, like you said, can can lead us to can lead us toward God or can lead us away from God. And so there is an element in all of this of, of trust and of recognizing that there is something outside of ourselves, that there's a purpose outside of our own happiness or our own um, fame or our right. own success uh, that it, that we're a part of. We're a part of God's story. And that defines our purpose and, and is much more meaningful than the uh, trite, uh, really silly things that we think are so important so mm-hmm. often. You know, across our, our land today, in, especially in our public school system, um, it's becoming uh, less and less uh, acceptable for students to uh, have a relationship with the Lord Jesus. It's just very obvious. Every week there's a headline. Last week there was one about a little boy who was sitting next to a little girl and she sneezed. And he said, God bless you. They sent him to the office. They -hmm. sent him home for the day. Hmm. Uh, That's the kind of world we're living in today. And, And you know that probably Dr. Diner better than we do. But one of the things that is so important is that we have to have the assurance that we know what the truth is to be able to have purpose in life. Assurance and trust are those things that are like our comfort blankets, but they're more than that. They're that thing that hold us when the world tells us to turn loose and give it up. You know, Evelyn, when we're talking about the current state of the of the school system, you know, when though for those kids who are in public schools, what are the what are the parents to do? Just throw their hands in the air and, and say, "Oh, this is hopeless." I, I don't see that being the case. Um, Dr. Diener talked about um, establishing truth. We've been talking about establishing truth, and that truth is found 
in the word of God. And, you know, I love that when we talk about the education system and, and giving tests, you know, with God, every test is an open book test. You know, he, he gives you your word, when, when his word, that when you are struggling, you go to his book, you open that book, and the answers are there. And I'm going to share something with you, you know, in... in um, in, in our home, the girls, you know, they all have their Bibles. They have several Bibles because Bibles mm-hmm. have different translations and trying to find the right translation that really speaks to the, to the heart. <laughs> to those I do that every day. Well, our, my 13-year-old, um, she and I had gotten in a, a bit of a disagreement. And so discussion. a discussion, yes. Well, she ended up losing all of her technology and losing uh, a few other privileges. Mm-hmm. And she was in a huff and stayed in her room and stayed in her room. And at the end of the night, I was, um, I was, you know, doing the dishes and cleaning up after dinner. And she came and she put her Bible down on the counter. And she goes, well, that's it then. Here it is in Revelation. I guess you're right. It says in 319, I correct and discipline those whom I love. (laughs) I have been trying to tell her, baby, I'm doing this for your good. I want to build character. I want you to be able to see, you know, I want you to be able to see what is right here, what is right here. And she would have none of it. But when she went to God's word, understanding that there is an authority there, you know, sometimes our kids will listen to authority. They won't listen to us, but they will listen to other authorities. And once you establish God's word as an authority in their life, when he speaks it to them and says, hey, baby, I discipline those I love. All of a sudden, you have that mediator there as a parent to really help your children hear what you're saying and help give you wisdom in parenting. It's a wonderful thing that, that we never have to be hopeless as parents. We, never, we are never in a hopeless situation if we um, are, are living our lives with that open book. I know uh, when I was in high school, or well, in junior, I guess it was, but just the word principal. Oh, you you do that again. You go to principal. <laughs> is that a pattern that you see today, Doctor Dyer? Well, I I hope that that I don't inspire fear in in children. I'd rather think that I'm an example and pointing them towards something noble and true. But yes, of course, discipline is a part of of raising young people and of training them in 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 the ways of the Lord and in in truth. Yes, and it has to be done in love. Sure, it, absolutely. it has to be done in love. One, uh, a couple of years ago, we had a young man that came to Austin to speak for a number of uh, events that we had with National Day of Prayer. His name was Nick, uh, Nick, Nick Pucci. Yeah. And he has no hands, no arms, no legs, no feet. And he is, um, he is absolutely a phenomenon. He is a guy that is joyful beyond all measure. We took him to five different schools. I -hmm. think it was five schools. Mm -hmm. And the thing that he talked about was bullying or giving up your hope. Mm. And he asked a question. How many of you have considered taking your life? How many of you have um, planned it? Or how many of you are planning it right now? And it was astonishing. He had everybody close their eyes and we, we peeped. I remember that. It just shook me to my toenails hmm. that young people today do not have 
a mind's eye of God's purpose for their life. Mm-hmm. And so I know it with Grace Academy, that's what you all do. And uh, when we look at it from the parents' point of view, we look at it from the school's point of view, so often there is this great big vast that comes in between. But that's not what I hear about Grace, uh, Grace Academy. I know that uh, you're a great leader there with them. It is time for us to take our break. Let's us do that and come back and, and talk about, you know, if wisdom is the answer uh, and, and assurance comes with trusting God, then what is it that we need to be doing so that our young people can have a better assurance of what God has for them right after this. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? thinkmarketingtexas.com. ThinkMarketingTexas.com You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock here at The Bridge, 1120 KTXW, Today's Christian Talk. 
and this is Kathy Anderbrock in studio with Evelyn Davis and the First Lady of Love on KTXW Love Talk Radio. And we are in the studio with our special guest, Dr. David Diener, head of school for Grace Academy. We've been talking about purpose. Oh, my gosh. I have so many just notes written in blue that I'm going to be taking <laughs> home with me. Now, you know, Dr. Diener, so we're in our, our last uh, segment here. This is our last 15 minutes where we get to wrap anything up. Do, can you add anything else to this discussion um, as we begin wrapping up here? Well, you know, we were talking earlier about what we need to do as a society and um, in terms of education to, to point our children, our young people toward truth. And, you know, I, I would say I think the basic premises of our educational paradigm in this country are in many ways flawed. Um, we're, I mean, I'll everyone, you, totally. everyone knows that there's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. We spend more money per student than any other country in the world. Uh, we rank, I think, third in terms of the number of hours our students spend in the classroom. And yet in international academic testing competitions, we rank consistently very mediocre mm-hmm. or, or if not very poor. So I think everyone recognizes there's a problem. And the thing I would just focus on is that it's not a matter of sending a new kind of computer home with the children or throwing mo- more money at a new curriculum or, you know, coming up with su- some new educational trick. Um, it's a matter of stepping back and completely rethinking what the purpose of our educational system is for and what the goals of it are and what kind of people uh, we're trying to, to produce. Arthur Holmes said one time uh, that, that the question to ask is, of education is not what can, what can it do for me, but who's it making me, mm-hmm. right? What kind, of a, what kind of a person am I because of my education? And so, you know, that, that's something that I think is really important. And, and, of course, in order to do that, we have to focus our educational uh, dollars and time on what kind of people we want to create. You know, you know I was thinking of... Uh, one other thing while you're talking, Oz Guinness wrote this delightful little book called A Free People's Suicide. Actually, it's quite a depressing book. And, um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, 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 I think, but, yeah, but I think it's a good book. And, yeah. and you know, one of the things he talks about is that it's, it's a sort of uh, analysis and critique of contemporary American culture, politics. And he says, you know, we don't have consensus. We, we, we've lost the ability to engage in productive civil discourse in many ways. And on basic issues like the nature of human life, <laughs> on the right. nature of marriage, on the nature of what it means to love, what a family is. And he says, look, I'm not trying to make political statements here. I'm just saying when a society um, has this deep of discord over these basic issues, how can you move forward and, and teach young people what truth is and be united as a people? So I think that there's a lot of work to do, and I think that there, that there is hope. Um, and I think that, that um, you know, at Grace Academy and, and in my home, I'm trying to live in a way that, that brings hope. So, Well, thank you for that, Dr. You know, we are just so um, uh, strapped in this nation for leadership, for leaders that would come forth and speak the way you have spoken today because it's just become um, the thing that is common. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have good, strong, godly leaders. And we that's part of what this series is. Why is it that we need a heart for, a heart for God? It's so that we can be a leader that people can follow to Jesus. That's right. That's our purpose for being here. That's our goal for living. And, 
it it's hard to do that uh getting harder every day in in the school system in our governmental system uh even in just the everyday walk of life i went in a little store yesterday and when i came out i'm dyslexic so i don't know left from right and i turned the wrong way to get my car well i realized i'd done that so i went through two cars and went behind my car and when i got to my car there was a guy trying to break in my car hmm. And he, Evelyn. Yeah, and I looked at daylight. And I looked at him. I said, what are you doing? He said, oh, oh, I was just checking to see if you locked your doors. <laughs> when I got, and I didn't say anything because of fear. I thought, if I confront this guy, you know. And so I went home and I told Van, I said, this guy was trying to break in my car and I caught him. Hmm. He said, well, what did you do? And I said, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, that's kind of the world we live in today. We are baffled by all these mysteries, all these questions, all these things that come against us. And yet that's not the way the Lord wants us to live. He does not want us to live in fear. And one of the scriptures that I want to look at today is that uh, he said, When I am afraid, I will put my trust in thee, in God, whose word I praise. In God I have put my trust, I shall not be afraid. What more can man do to me? Mm-hmm. You know, right. fear is a terrible thing. That's absolutely right. Well, it, it, it cripples us, and um, it doesn't allow us to live in faith and with hope. Uh, of course, there's being prudent, right? right. But, but Scripture teaches that perfect love casts out fear, and fear um, turns us away from God and doesn't, doesn't allow us to trust and to, um, to rely, as we were talking mm-hmm. earlier, on, on sure His is. truth. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting when you look at these principles that, you know, there can always, you can be on a, a roller coaster on a downward spiral or you can be on an, an upward ascent. And, you know, we talk about hopelessness igniting fear. Well, hopefulness, uh, I believe that ignites purpose and purpose ignites passion. And when we t- look at all of these kids coming out of school and their sole purpose is, as we were talking earlier, finding a job. Uh, rather than their purpose being a passionate pursuit of for fulfilling uh, the things that God has for them, it, it puts a very uh, different focus, I, I think. And when you're out there just trying to look for a job, you can get very hopeless very mm-hmm. quickly when you get a lot of doors closed in your face. Well, absolutely. And, and you know, all education, I said earlier, is value-laden. Yes. And all systems of education whether implicitly or explicitly teach students what their purpose is if we if we create a model of education that is teaching students solely to get a good job to make money we are implicitly telling them that's the end of the road that's what your ultimate telos is your your ultimate purpose right and and i think that what we need is christian young men and women who are equipped with the tools of learning who are equipped with knowledge and wisdom Mm-hmm. Um, so that they can go out and live well and speak intelligently and eloquently and live virtuous lives that are an example. Beautiful description mm-hmm. of purpose. Mm-hmm. Tell us how uh, our friends can get in touch with you, Dr. Diner, uh, and Grace Academy, and um, a little bit more about the school. Well, if anyone's interested in, in contacting Grace Academy, they can do so. The phone number is 512 eight six four nine five zero zero and they can also go to our website at grace tx.org so www.gracetx.org and there's some information there also and, and contact information as well 
Well, I know there there are probably school systems out there that are looking for someone with a double Ph.D. that has a little bit of common sense. And I want to thank you for for being with us today. One of the things that, that we really like to close with is to put into words that people can understand how do you say can come to know the life that we've talked about today, a purpose-driven life by the love of the Lord Jesus. How would you speak to a young person, to all the young people that are listening? We have a lot of We're on on Saturday. We're on on Sunday about choosing, making that right choice so that they would have the right purpose for life. Hmm. Well, you know, I was thinking of the verse in Proverbs that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And then it also says the fear of wisdom. And, and you know, no matter how much schooling you have or no, how, mu- how much you know or how, how good you are in your job, um, the fear of the Lord is where it all starts and, and recognizing his truth. And so I think that um, I would point them toward mentors, toward the truth of Scripture, toward finding older people who have lived and have wisdom, and uh, toward reading good books that can also point them toward truth. Right. And there's one one really good book in particular that we can always recommend, can't we? Yes. <laughs> That's his good book, his word. You know, we can spend a lifetime struggling and looking for purpose in a job, in something that will make us some money, and we will not find it. We're not going to find our purpose until we come to know the reality of God's love in the purpose of Jesus Christ. Well, we... Um We've had a good time today, Kathy, mm-hmm. talking about uh, purpose. And a purpose-driven life is one that is not um, required, but it's inspired by people mm-hmm. like you, Dr. Diana. And I want to thank you again for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, we're going to do this again. It's wonderful. In fact, if I get sick, I'm going to have Kathy call you. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, a privilege. Uh, yeah. Uh, One of the things that is so important and imperative in any life, Kathy, regardless of what age we are, Mm -hmm. is the assurance in knowing that we have future planned. Mm -hmm. And that's why we get an education. That's why we go to school. That's why we work hard. Mm -hmm. We save our money. We do all those things to make our life better. But this is only a temporary shelter that we're living in and so we move way beyond that to the point that we always end our programs with what it is that you who are listening to us today need to do or need to be to have a a life that is filled with God's purpose with the purpose of Lord Jesus and we have people that say to us that I'd become a Christian, but I don't dare start because I know I can't live it up, live up to it, all that is required. And it's not what's required, it's what's inspired. What is that, Kathy? You know, that is, it's so true. Um, it, I mean, it is inspired from the mind of God, from the heart of God, that establishing a future for you, not just temporarily here on earth, but an eternal future for you. And that's precisely why his assurance is given. God says that you and I have been granted everything that we will ever need to live a triumphant, purposeful life in Christ. And he's given his glorious provision and That provision begins only after we trust Christ for salvation, for the new life that he has for us. 
Well, we want to give you that opportunity to do that today wherever you are. If you've heard what we've said today and you know your life doesn't have a purpose, the Lord said, I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. And the way you do that, first of all, is you acknowledge apart from him, sin rules your life. You don't rule your life. Sin rules your life. But Jesus has a plan. B is that you believe that he loves you. He came. He paid the price for you. You have been redeemed. You've been refired. Uh, he's just waiting to give you that as you would ask him for it. And then the C is that you confess that you believe that he did come because he loves you enough to do that. And that he will give you a new life. And I begin building you that purpose that we he had from the very beginning for your life. Thank you for joining us today. Kathy, tell them how they can get in touch with us. Well, as always, uh, the Love Talk, you can contact us at the, on the Love Line at 512-249-6535 and on the web, www.lovetalknetwork.com. And let us hear, with, hear from you. Go to Facebook to Love Talk and uh, give us your comments. Let us hear what kind of questions you would like us to answer on our next show. See you next time for Love Talk.